Hello, this is Daniel Vaughn. I've been podcasting for almost two years, and I just about a month ago found out how to submit, um, manually submit my feed to Apple Podcasts. Well, anybody's getting into podcasting and wants Apple Podcasts, their show on Apple Podcasts, come here and use Anchor Podcasts. Hello. Welcome to Daniel Veon's views of wrestling, sports, TV shows, and movies. I'm going to talk about Looney Tunes from 1962. Maybe even the 1950s. We go back to the first cartoon to make sure. It's not a cartoon, it's more like a sketch. So they just call it animation. The first one they did but was Yosemite Sam. By the way, it was in 1950. Yosemite Sam running against Bugs Bunny for the new mayor. He did everything he could think of doing, Yosemite Sam, to get people not to vote for Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny did everything he could do to try to get people to want to vote for him instead of Yosemite Sam. Um, like, uh, did you say that? Started off with, uh, Bugs Bunny pretending to be on a marching band. I think that got, I think that he got shot at for that. At least um, Ezra Bits he was playing. <laughs> um, then, after that happened, Bugs Bunny um, started talking at his own podium. I'm not really sure what he was saying. That's why I have to press the audio button. Okay. Benny made a fool out of him when he pretended to be a baby and everybody believed him. So that's how he turned all the women against Yosemite. Then the free cigars, which I spoke about and last time I tried to do this video. He, uh, he got real cigars. He got 
Then he left, and he put atomic cigars for people to get upset at Yosemite Sam for offering them supposedly atomic cigars. <laughs> then he put, he filled a watermelon up with a stick of dynamite so it would blow up. Then when he put a cannon right outside of Bugs Bunny's, um, uh, his headquarters for his, for his, uh, campaign, that backfired on him, and he got blown up instead of Bugs Bunny. He put TNT in his piano, that backfired, and then finally, instead of either one of them winning, their new mayor was a horse. <laughs> they actually put a mayor in the car, they, the horse named mayor, M A R E, and he put him in a in the in the car with uh in the car fo following I believe a marching band. And Bugs Bunny handed the gun to or pistol to Yosemite. It wouldn't go off on a Yosemite, but when Bugs Bunny tried to shoot himself, it went over his head and onto Yosemite's head. And the two times when he got shot, his hair from on his head and then all of his facial hair fell off, except for a few strands of his mustache and a few strands of his hair. This time, all of his hair shot off, but his whole mustache and beard stayed. It's hilarious stuff. I don't know what this is about. Hmm. Hmm. Man, you're the sickest. Like an idiot, my friend. Hmm. This is supposed to be like a miniature chicken trying to be a, um, type of star, trying, hoping to be a star with guitar. But this man took him out and kicked him across. Literally kicked him across the uh, the yard by a tree, and he told him to stay out. Then he saw with the chicken wire fence all the chicks, like you just said. So he had to try to find a way to get inside, and he pretended to be a baby for Falkhorn Leghorn. Try to teach his new son, quote, son, how to keep a dog in line by hitting him in his behind with a wooden paddle 
was probably what it would be called. This time he put on a, a, a boxing glove to hit the dog. The dog supposedly turned to nothing, so he, so, so he sweeps him up into a dustpan and throw him in a in a trash can. In the middle, kissing a hen. Popcorn Leghorn comes. He told her to, uh, to leave. <laughs> he tried to teach him. Not really sure what he was teaching of. It's something to do with a circle and a rope image for the dog. So it keeps on um having fun with the hand behind Foghorn's um bag. So I believe he gets caught right here, so we see what happens. <laughs> He's trying to do his own psychology um idea by showing him pictures. He said some of the first thing comes to your mind. When he saw a picture of a beautiful, he saw a beautiful woman in his mind. Yeah, you went crazy. So he actually went through the paper, through the picture. He actually tore the paper. When he saw the beautiful uh, woman. Show the picture of the dog. He went literally crazy. Let's see. So the dog tries to get involved again. And he... He dresses up Falkhorn Leghorn like a... Like a female. The dog walked off. He led uh, the little rooster or chicken, whatever you want to call him, walk off with Bullhorn Leghorn just like a woman. So it's always the same thing. He's trying to, uh, it's always the same thing, getting back at Bullhorn Leghorn, outsmarting him at everything. This uh, next sketch is in 1956. It has something to do with Bugs Bunny coming into at least one gold piece. That's big. And I think this guy tries to um, 
take it from him and gambling keeps on beating him. He ended up getting a jackpot, so he got more than he originally had. Beat him in jackpot and everything you can think of. Later at the end, he pulled out the gun, and he obviously actually didn't have any bullets until after the end of the round came. Then it, then it came out. See what McVeigh does? He rolls it. Some coins come out. Then turns it around on himself. Boom. Gunshot comes and fades. Well, let's see. I want to hear what Bugs Buddy has to say about this. <laughs> Play on words. 18 karat gold. So when you said 18 carats, that's what makes it funny. I always wondered things like that until uh, I heard what things lo learned what things like pun and play on words is supposed to mean. <laughs> Next one is about somebody doing something with baseball. So this one is uh, 1944. If I'm not mistaken, XL is 40, 40, so it's 45. And it's Vitaphone Corporation, all rights reserved. Let's see. They, oh yeah, it's had an actual baseball game. All the, cheer, uh, the fans are cheering and everything. They show a baseball with eyes and a nose and a mouth. He being tired of being there. Let's see. The same character from last time is in a different. It's in a different character with the same, with the same uh, face. He's the pitcher. I think the guy struck, said it was strike one. The pitcher got upset. I think he wants that to be a ball. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, it was a ball. So, it's supposed to be a strike, most probably. Time it's a it's a pitch. Oh, okay. How many people walk up to hit the ball? This is unfair. 
No wonder the gor- the gas house gorillas have uh, so many hits. They have so many players come come up one after the other after the other, not even taking a break. Any team could win doing that. Like buddy's pointing out the same thing I'm saying. So I'm wondering what the Okay, what pulls him out and challenges him to play? Let's see. He pitches Let's see. And he catches his own ball. <laughs> Actually hit uh, I'm not sure what that is. I don't know if it's a fence or what it is. But every day he broke it. He catches it. He throws it to himself when he catches it. Let's see what it happens next when he throws it. So again. Catches it. <laughs> Had an even bigger accident this time. Throws it slower this time. Three. Oh, sorry. Three people try to hit it. Doesn't work, so he takes out the back as it's his turn to bat. See what happens. He's confounding them. That's one hit. The home run. Can't say I can't believe they did this. He distracted a player by showing him a picture of some a female, of course. I can't believe they did that in those days. I would think for that time it'd be too suggestive to show. But at the same time, though, it's funny as far as um, it's funny as far as the fact that Bugs Bunny was. That's smart to try to, to try something like that, or clever enough to try something like that. Then the like, same guy that he tricked, uh, pretended to be he dressed himself up like an umpire to stop Bugs Bunny. Even grabbed Bugs Bunny from underneath the, uh, you the umpire uniform, everything, and they went. And everything, and they back and forth with their arguing. So he went out there anyway, scored another hit. I mean, he scored another ball. Third run. Uh, this time he, he hits. The, uh, the cigar of the pitcher with the baseball. Not sure, not sure how many tilted. Not sure how many points he scored right there. Let's see. One. Two. Stopped. He saved it. 
So that's the first time that person gets out. He said, was this trip really necessary? <laughs> Let's see. Bugs Bunny, 96. Gorillas, 95. <laughs> Let's see. How he get how he ends up beating them because you know he has to win. He, he chops down and he may he gets a he makes himself a bat out of a piece of tree. The the uh the bad guys. Let's see what happens. Let's see, takes longer to throw it. It's like money. He does hit it. Goes over. Uh, goes all the way into the city. It's funny he chases it with the taxi. Let's see. He throw. He actually throws his his mid and mid air catches it. They end up winning. what the umpire has to say. Even gets in an in a uh, elevator to catch it. Climbs up a flagpole. Throws it up. Whoever that is, catches it. And he gets struck out. So that's how it is. So he obviously wins the game. I believe they dubbed this in 1985. <laughs> no, 1995, they dubbed this years later, in 95. They used to have this drum where they used to, ha they used to have Porky Pig come out and say, Boo, that's all, folks. This time they have his bunny and that drum eating uh eating the carrot as you heard him. Next one is Baton but Bunny. So that's gonna be an even more interesting episode to see. So this time he's in a symphony. No matter what he does, uh, I believe at one time, a bug gets in the middle of everything, or somehow he, he gets out of control with, with his, with his tail and everything, and he goes crazy, and they still cheer. So it's just amazing how no matter what, no matter what sketch they come up, came up with, Bugs Bunny always came out being cheered for something. Bedeviled Rabbit is the next sketch. Hmm. Oh, Tasmanian Devil, okay. 
he uh he tricks he tricks them first with uh he makes him think he's fixing wild turkey surprise with him and he f feeds him uh he feeds him dynamite along with some other stuff on top of it. And no matter what he would do, even dress himself up like Tasmanian She-Devil, and he got a... Then the real She-Devil came... Tasmanian She-Devil came with a rolling pin. It took me so long to think about it. And she started hitting him with it. So some hilarious stuff right there. Okay. Alright. Um, I don't know if I can schedule this for later on, so um, I'm just going to end it and uh, I'm going to end this right here and because um, I do I use this for wrestling as well, uh, I'll try to, s I'm gonna look right now to see if there's a, uh, any update about tonight's show. Superstar who competed in the chamber, elimination chamber match, excuse me, and they show what's gonna happen tomorrow night on SmackDown Live. It's gonna be a gauntlet match between all six competitors for the heavyweight title. Uh, gauntlet for the heavyweight title elimination chamber match. That's for tomorrow night. They show. Uh, how there's 25 best Instagram photos of the week. The 10 shocking Elimination Chamber match moments of all time. Um, then incredible photos of Randy Orton memorable, memorable RKO's out of nowhere. And also a video of five superstars who disrespected The Undertaker. Um, date revealed for this year's Superstar Shake-Up. It's going to be the 18th and 19th of April. A video of the man unloading in the, on the McMahons after suspension. Uh, see anything else? Um, Total Bellas, Season 4, Episode 4 Highlights, and, uh, Guys, I don't have anything for uh, announce for tonight. Hmm. So you can probably uh, so you can probably. 
find out on the e-wrestling website, which I'm doing, e-wrestling news website. What I'm looking, looking at right here. Let's see what um what they have to put on here. Okay, they don't really they don't really show any really show anything about Raw however. They do say with the new content coming to the network this weekend. Tonight at 10.05, they air a new episode of Edge and Christian's show that totally reeks of awesome it is. They like to call it that. This is the season finale. I didn't realize how how often it was playing, but this week's the season finale. And then Tuesday is the next episode, 205 Live, 9 o'clock tomorrow night. Wednesday's a new to UK NXT UK episode. Not really sure what time, and then brand new episode of NXT. Yes, <laughs> eight PM Eastern with Adam Cole going against former North American champion Ricochet. Let's see. That's all they put. Hmm. Don't see anything else. Okay. Maybe they have something on Russell View about Raw tonight. Let's see. Okay, so the only thing they announced for tonight's Raw is Seth Rollins returning to Raw. To address Brock Lesnar's assault. When he announced that he was going to be facing. Or that he chooses Lesnar as his opponent for WrestleMania. Okay. So. Not only have the women's matches. Women's. Raw women's matches the main event. Now we have the Raw um, main event. At WrestleMania, which is interesting. The first time ever the women main event WrestleMania. So, 
Um, it's just, I find it interesting the first time the women main event WrestleMania, it's for the exact same show. The, the match is on the exact same show as the men's match. Represents the same show, excuse me. Um, as a fan of WWE and as a fan of pro wrestling, they're okay. They they um, rate. I gotta look at some of those. Uh, in the shows that are on TV, like MLW, I went to future recordings by mistake. Let's see. Uh, I don't really. Okay, they have Women in Wrestling is TV fourteen. New Japan is TV fourteen. Something else I recorded. I can't seem to find it yet. And that's uh, Lucha Libre. Doesn't even have a, um, a rating. But if the first. But if TV 14 is what those two have. The ratings those two have. Then. It shows me that TV-14 doesn't have to be dirty. Because when you watch Women of Wrestling, it's not dirty. When you watch New Japan, it's not dirty. So, what it says to me is that WWE is so used their version of TV 14 is um, soap opera like stuff so it says to me that if they're thinking of uh, of doing things that that um, that you don't even see an indie wrestling that is a TV 14 rating but it says to me they they stay stuck in the past instead of instead of looking at other companies. I believe that's Vince McMahon's fault because he that because he doesn't look at other companies. He he's not even he doesn't even like giving other companies any uh, any mention. So that's what makes me believe that they stay stuck in the past. I always said that, at least, I don't know why, but I had an instinct that having TV-14 rating does not have to be dirty. Just doesn't have to be, uh, just doesn't have to be PG. So, they do what, uh, Memento Wrestling does, or... Um, New Japan, then to be honest, it's not really, it doesn't, 
really have to be attitude era, it just has to be what one person called it ruthless aggression era. There should be need to have ruthless aggression be brought back. So the attitude era is not the answer. The answer is being a little bit more um having the men and women be more rough with each other. Don't have to have men against women. Don't have to have women versus men. You don't have to have women go after the other man's uh women go after the other woman's man just to get under the woman's skin. You don't need to do any of that. Just have them just have them fight the old fashioned way. That would really help ratings, I believe. Okay. Uh, I can't wait for baseball season. And basketball season usually ends in about two months or two and a half months. And really, to be honest with you, I really don't know how my number one favorite team is doing. So I don't know who to hope, who to pull for, but I can look at the standings. That's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to look at the standings for my number one favorite team. By the way, AEW, or All Elite Wrestling, those two, let's talk about it. What's what I'm doing here? I would say this. I really believe that um, they're doing what they're doing, that they do the old-fashioned um, thing like having a ranking system that's going to help them. I do not know um, how they're going to do that, so being that they're close to the end of May, toward the end of May, their first has when they do their first show, which is double or nothing, I believe. So be really interesting to see who's in their main event of that show, and it's even more interesting to see who they want as their heavyweight champion, who they want, not just who they want as their mid-card, what's going to be the name of their mid-card, because when Jeff Jarrett did, uh, did what we call global... Global Wrestling Federation. No. Global Force Wrestling. He had Future Generation. Title. As well as the King of the Mountain title. That uh, really. Was used. It was used in Impact. For. Um, for. That angle he ran with, in, with Impact. They didn't do anything with it, and TNA kept it instead of letting Jeff Jarrett use it. So, it'll be really interesting to see what they do with those uh, with those titles. 
Oh, let me say that. It'll be interesting to know what they do with the men and the women's titles. Uh, not titles, but the name of their division. Because for years we've been hearing fans, and I've been saying myself, as a, as a podcast host and I, even having my own blog on Facebook, I don't do as much blogging because I don't really know what to say. That's why I use podcasting as my way of talking. Because it's easier for me to talk out loud than to try to type what I'm thinking. So, I don't know... Um... What their plans are for the women outside of probably having a regular, uh... Women's title... Uh, I'm hoping they add the tag team title division, women's tag division. I'm hoping they think of doing something for the women that is comparable to the men. Like, like, uh, I always wondered why they never thought of giving the women their own secondary title like the men do. I mean, let's face it, they dropped the heavyweight part of the Intercontinental title and the U.S. title. So, being that they don't have to use that, um, that name for a title name like that, I think they can use just about any name that doesn't have anything to do with weight classes for women. I mean, everybody knows it's, uh, it's an it's a show with a sport like atmosphere, so they don't really have to worry about weight classes or anything. So why not use a name, whatever name they come up with for the men's secondary title? Why not use that for women? That's how I look at it. I'm just really looking forward to seeing um, in the future. I'm really looking forward to see how far they go with this, WWE does with this, uh, not, uh, I forgot, oh yeah, gonna try to use NXT to start their own, uh, territory system. So it's gonna be really interesting to see what they do. Because NWA, if you remember, if, uh, if y'all talking about newer fans, if the newer fans listening to this uh, have seen the videos out there from the WWE about Starcade or Ric Flair or Shawn Michaels, um, no, when they started, they still had territories around. So, um,. Gonna start their own territory, and I don't know what they plan on doing, but uh, I mean, I don't know if they've got it mapped out or anything. But starting off, for starters, they're gonna use NXT to try to to start a territory. The um what um. 
what I hope they do is use um, stars from other indies that they're going to be in partnership with. Hoping they use them, uh, give them exposure on TV like they used to give other, um, wrestlers in the, in the, um, territory. The old days they used to use wrestlers as jobbers on TV. Hope they do that again so that it gives them more exposure. Like they did in the old days. They would really feel... Really feel like... Uh, like they are advancing instead of... Regressing. Okay, that's what I have to say. And, uh... Goodbye. Hello. Thank you to Anchor for making this a, uh... Free... Um... Service. Because I like... Being able to record without worrying about if I have enough space left for the rest of the month. I hope everybody enjoys my episodes and my topics and what I have to say. Thank you again and goodbye.